Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon, hosting from the studio for the fourth straight day. Tony Kornheiser, big deal. I did that too in 2019. Yeah. What's the big deal? (laughs) That's good. That's good. Yeah, we're working on four years now. How about that? I probably did five days a number of times. I don't know. You were jetting all around every house you have in America. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Sean Payton contemplates his future. Derek Carr says goodbye, and Steve Young joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with Lamar Jackson, who has not played in five weeks and seems unlikely to play this Sunday. Jackson is famously representing himself in contract negotiations with the Ravens. His contract is up after this season. Wilbon, where does Lamar Jackson's uncertain status leave the Ravens both short and long term? (laughs) It leaves them treading a lot of water, Tony, because you got two dilemmas here. One, you don't know what he's willing to give, and if he's willing to give the way he did in those first three seasons when he was the MVP, one of them, he's just 25 years old. You don't know what he's willing to give you if he's not signed. Is he unhappy? Is he going to get out there and risk life and limb? And then you've got the, oh, wait, when he does risk limb, it's too often. No one except Justin Fields, who's a pup, No one has been hit more, contact hits, they call it, than Lamar Jackson. So so even when he's out there, he's at risk. You don't know if you have him. And then if you can't get him out there, what's the point? The Ravens are in a predicament here, Tony. They need this guy to win. They've built everything around him specifically. And now you can't get him out there. You don't know if he's willing or ready to play physically and emotionally. What What does all that mean? No, I'm with you. He's a great player. He is. There's 25 teams in the league will throw their quarterbacks out if they can get this guy. He's an MVP player. The reason you want him is because in the games that he's missed this year, the Ravens have averaged 12 points a game. The only offense worse are the inept New York Jets. And the reason you're nervous is because you don't know if he's really hurt or if this is a business decision that he doesn't want to go out there and jeopardize himself. And meanwhile, your team has to go on. John Harbaugh says all the time, we want him, we want him, we want him. Well, I'll tell you this, Mike, and I'm not sure he should be his own agent, but that's a different story. Kyler Murray got paid and Dak Prescott got paid, and they ought to pay this guy. He's a rare talent, Mike. I blame the Ravens for this. I do. I blame the Ravens more than I blame Lamar. Well, Tony, look, and even if now they franchise him and don't reach an agreement in long then. term, is he going to be unhappy? We saw this play out uh, in Washington with a guy who went to Minneapolis ultimately, and they haven't had a quarterback Kirk since Cousins. with Kirk Cousins. So, Mike, this is uh, that's, a, that's a lose-lose. Yeah, a franchise is. thing is a lose-lose. At quarterback. It is. It is. Sean Payton may soon have a new team. The Saints have given the Broncos, Cardinals, and Texans permission to speak to their former head coach, who's still under contract with them through 2024. Tony, if you're Sean Payton, 
which one of these messes might actually tempt you. Okay, so they all stink. We're going to proceed from that. They all stink. Houston just doesn't have a squad. You win three games in the NFL, there's not that much to work with. And organizationally, they were terrible with Deshaun Watson. That was awful. But they got the number two overall pick. So if Sean Payton thinks there's a quarterback he wants, maybe that's where he goes. That's a winnable division. It's a weak division. Your Arizona Cardinals are all smoke and no fire. We have no idea if Kyler Murray is going to be able to start the season. None. They lose in the second half of the season. They collapsed under Cliff Kingsbury. I, you know, I don't really like that situation, which leaves me Denver. Everybody said in the offseason, Denver's got everything. All they need is a quarterback. They went and got a quarterback, Russell Wilson. He stunk. Didn't work. It didn't work. Now, maybe Sean Payton says, I can resuscitate him. He's a small quarterback. Drew Brees is a small quarterback. So if I have to pick of these three, I'll pick yeah. Denver. But I'd rather have the Chargers and I'd yes. rather have the Cowboys. I'd rather have either one of those and not any of these messes. And you're Sean Payton. I mean, you know, you're not, you're not begging, okay? You're going to have a job, and you could have a great job. But, you, you know, I've said all year to you, Tony, the problem in Denver wasn't Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson didn't have a season. I'm not going to argue that. But he didn't have a coach either. And there's nothing well, wrong Peyton's with Russell Wilson that a good coach can't cure quickly. And that coach, is a good coach could be Sean Payton. Don't tell me that Russell right. Wilson, that was all his fault. I don't want to hear that. That's lazy. That's analysis today when nobody wants to criticize head coaches in the NFL. I don't know quite why Sean that is, Payton. but they skate. Sean Payton's a Hall of skate. Fame coach, Mike. Yeah. He's won 63% of his games. In a lot of years, and he's so a Hall let's of Fame coach. Somewhere else. But, but what does he want? Does he want, does ownership matter? Organization matter? Does location matter? I ain't giving does him keys to the matter? kingdom. I'm not giving him that. I'm like not. He, like Mike Holmgren, I'm not giving year. anybody that. He could wait another year. He could, he could of course do that, he could. According yes. to the NFL Network, the Las Vegas Raiders will begin the process of evaluating the trade market for Derek Carr. This morning, Carr himself posted a farewell message to the Raiders and their fans on Twitter. Well, Bon, do you understand why the Raiders appear to be cutting ties with Carr? Yeah, money. That's all this is. Look at the timing of it and when they want to get rid of him. They don't want to have to pay, you know, guaranteed more money, like two more years worth. Of, you know, a lot of times it's roster bonus, signing bonus. They don't want to deal with it. They don't want to have them. The Raiders are poor relative to other NFL teams, even with that new stadium, Tony. They just are. They don't have the money that, say, Stan Kroenke has. I mean, everybody knows that. And so the Raiders don't want to pay him that money, and they'll get a guy on a rookie contract that can pay a whole lot less. They can see if they can build around somebody while he's on said rookie contract and maybe stay in contention that way. But they don't appear to have the money, and if they have it, they don't want to spend the money. And again, wealth is relative when we're talking about the other big boys, the big owners in the NFL. Raiders ain't in that group. Yeah. I'm going to go to the coach, Josh McDaniels. It is clear that he wants Derek Carr out of there entirely. So I'm going to assume he's got somebody in mind that he wants, and I'm going to assume that somebody is either Jimmy Garoppolo or even Tom Brady. But I don't think that Josh McDaniels has earned our trust as a coach. He ain't power either. Uh, this is, he, he finished 6-11 with the Raiders with Devontae Adams. I mean, he, had, he inherited a playoff team, and he drove him right into the ground. After a 6-0 start years back in Denver, he's like 11-28. and 28. So I think it's fair to ask if he knows 
what he's doing. You know what I smell for Derek Carr? Look, Derek Carr is not a top 10 quarterback. I know where he's, he's going. Half. He might be 15. He's though. not top 10. Might be 15. Uh, uh, top half, not top 10. Okay. He'll, he'll start on a mediocre team as he has his entire career. Going. He won't hurt it. He won't improve it. I smell Washington. Of you course. know I'm saying that. Of course. I smell yes, Washington so for Derek Carr. Yes. What do you smell? Washington. That's, the, that's, that's that club's move. Now, if Daniel Snyder no longer owns a team, maybe that changes things altogether. That would have been a Dan Snyder move for about 20 years. 20 years worth of going to get him, of going to get Carr. But, Tony, there's no real indication that the Raiders – Yo, Josh McDaniel, please. He doesn't have any power to dictate who's going to be his quarterback. And he didn't, he didn't earned it. All right. Let's take a break. Coming up, what is Kyle Shanahan? And he's earned it. What is he Kyle Shanahan it. doing for Brock Purdy that other coaches can learn from? We're going to ask Steve Young. We'll also ask Steve how Dak Prescott could cut down on all those interceptions. 14 interceptions is not even a lot when Steve Young played. I, look, Steve's in the so Hall of Fame. I bet right. you there was 25. a year he had 20. I bet you there was a year where Steve yeah. had 20. We're going to look this up. You don't smell Tennessee. No. You don't smell the Jets. Washington. You don't smell Indianapolis. All over it. You guys smell Washington. Yeah. 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 We've been around too long. It's We've got been that here aroma. too long. Let's got look up those interceptions. If Steve didn't throw. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. In a story we broke in our first segment, the NFL playoffs kick off this weekend, which makes it a perfect time to bring in our great friend, a man I'm told played in the playoffs multiple times, Hall of Famer Steve Young. It's a great set. Steve, you look like you're under house arrest. I really enjoy this. We'll start with this. Uh, three rookie quarterbacks could start this weekend. Skylar Thompson from Miami, Anthony Brown from Baltimore, and of course, Brock Purdy will start for San Francisco. Purdy is 5-0 and as a starter. You have been very laudatory in your praise of Kyle Shanahan for what he has done for his rookie quarterback. What should other coaches, what's he doing and what should other coaches learn from that? Well, it's like asking me, uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, why can't other quarterbacks be like Patrick Mahomes? Like just what if we said every, every town, every, every city said to their quarterback, Hey, can you just do what Patrick Mahomes does? That would, that'd be really awesome. And that's what you're really saying here. Great coaching 
and I'm gonna use a Star Wars. Uh, I'm, I don't know if I've done this to you before, but it's it's like uh, Obi Wan Kenobi and 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 you know Luke Skywalker. They had the Force, and when great coaches have the Force, you don't know how to describe it. You don't know how to exactly say it. You can see it in, in Patrick Mahomes on the field, but a coach, he's in a headset. You don't. You're like, yeah, he looks like everybody else on the sidelines. I don't know why is he so great, but the the skill level. The, the 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 special nature of what they're able to do and the calculus they play, the three-dimensional chess, the innovation, all that stuff is unique. And I'm telling you, the great play callers, the, the great offensive minds, there's a handful, just like there's a handful of quarterbacks. Think about them the same way you would Patrick Mahomes. And then now say, why doesn't that happen everywhere else? Well, there's not 32 Patrick Mahomes. And that's the truth, that's the truth for great coaching as well. Dak Prescott, who's thrown 14 interceptions his last 11 games, he says this won't continue. Steve, do you trust that given what you've seen? Well, I would say this. He, uh, a little bit of bad luck, which, in, you know, how many times have I told you I want to take the house mic and explain what happened on the field, <laughs> like to 80,000 people, excuse me, the defensive lineman. <laughs> Put his hand up. It was a perfect pass, perfect timing, and he just tipped the ball. Like you want to, you want to not take full credit for the interception because you're like, how can he? Come on, man. That was my ball to Jerry Rice was perfect. So there is a little bit of that happening to Dak. If you look at his interceptions, he's had some bad luck, but he's also thrown some just boneheaded things. You're like Dak, Harry High School can not do that. Now come on. So in that way. Is you go to the playoffs and the Cowboys, who have the roster, as Jerry Jones has told you a hundred times, a roster to go to the Super Bowl. But has there anyone with vicissitudes and amplitude of being high and low than the Cowboys historically in this year? It's just it makes you just want to claw your eyes out. And so to me, Dak Prescott, <laughs> if he's going to win Monday night, cannot throw the ball around crazy. He might have some bad luck things. Can't do anything about it. But to throw it in people's chests, especially when the game's on the line, especially on your end, a lot of Dak's interceptions are on his end of the field which are immediately points for the defense I mean for the other team so I, I just I feel bad for Dak but and also he's done he's walked into it a few times himself so clean it up Dak it's like a Ferrari in the in the in the in the driveway leaking oil it's like come on man quit the quit leaking oil let's be the Ferrari that you really are it's early in the year but anytime you get the word vicissitudes in I notice <laughs> I notice we get you out of here on this, okay? Apparently, you were on the Tom Brady podcast this week. Apparently. This is the All juicy right. question. Do you get any sense that this could be Tom Brady's last game? Oh, really? I mean, it's a rhetorical question because, I mean, he's 45 years old. So, I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is a hard I, – I just – do you think it's possible? I mean, look, I got nothing from the conversation. He loves the fact – that he can still rip the football. And I saw that in person standing five feet from him on that Monday night game a couple weeks ago in Tampa. And I'm going to see it again Monday night, this Monday night. He can still rip the football. The stats tell you that when he gets protected, he's a top five quarterback. The stats, regardless of your, you can say, oh, I have my own opinion, but the stats bear it. But when he doesn't get protected, he is the bottom four or five in the league. And that is because, and that's always necessarily true for quarterbacks, but the game is so dynamic today that those guys that don't get protected, they go create. He can't create. 
So at 45 years old, he knows that. So if you're asking me if this is the last season, I got no sense of the fact that he thinks he can't still play. But if he's going to play into the future, he's got to get more help. This idea that he's not going to be protected, one of the things that he was generally protected always in New England. And if he's not going to be protected Monday night, you saw against the Bengals a few nights ago, a few weeks ago, it's a terrible situation. So uh, I would think the number one question that Tom would ask is, hey, this offensive line situation, is it going to get better? Because I got a big decision to make. Thank you, Steve. That's always Steve, thank you. you could still you. rip it at 37, 38. I remember I was there. You could rip it. I should have. Tom and I talked about that. We uh, thing like because Roger Staubach was on with my hero, Roger Staubach, and then Tom's talked about me the same way. It's like three generations talking it out on his podcast. We loved it. But you know Roger Staubach, Michael. He was sixty, and he's like, I can still play. You know, he was he's eighty, and he was still talking about it. And I was <laughs> laughing to myself because if I was really honest, and I watch the Forty Nine er offense right now, I'm like, I could do this. I know I can do it. There we go. There we go. So there's a sick. There's a sickness in it. I recognize that there's a sickness in it. I get it. I get it. This is so great. All right. You can see more of Steve on Monday Night Countdown. Let's take one last break. Still to come, why did Zach Levine, your boy, Wilbon, shoot a two when the Bulls needed a three? And will the Celtics keep things going tonight in Brooklyn? I was on the sideline for one of Steve's last times in a uniform. It was against the Washington you-know-what on the day after Christmas on a Sunday. Steve was in shorts. Yeah. He was throwing at 100 miles per hour. He was Randy Johnson. Late third. Yeah. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Happy time, people. Happy 59th birthday, Jeff Bezos. Bezos turned everybody's desire to have dry goods delivered quickly into a gold mine. Forbes ranks him as the fourth richest person in the world. You might think Wilbon and I are doing his birthday because Bezos owns the Washington Post and we want to suck up. But we don't work there anymore. We're doing his birthday because Bezos paid the NFL $13 billion to put Thursday night games on his Amazon streaming service through 2033. If Bezos wants to buy a football team, the NFL is going to let him do it. The obvious candidate is the Washington franchise. It's up for sale, and Bezos has business interests in the area. Wilbur, how would you cover the team if your boss owned it? The same way I would if I worked for the Boston Globe and John Henry owned that team. 
meaning the Red Sox. Let me ask you something. You and I worked for the Washington Post for a total of 60 years. We were each Pulitzer Prize finalists. You think Bezos has any idea who we are? 60 years no, at the Washington Post. No, I actually Post. don't. No idea. Don't. Don't know. No, I don't think he does. Say love okay. Happy anniversary, Ezekiel Elliott. On this day eight years ago, the Ohio State sophomore running back rushed for 246 yards and four touchdowns to lead the Buckeyes to a 42-20 win over Oregon in the inaugural college football playoff championship. Zeke eventually went to the Cowboys, where he quickly became a star. But look at the Cowboys this year. Zeke is splitting carries with Tony Pollard, and Pollard has better numbers. Zeke has 231 rushes, more than Pollard's 193, but Pollard has more yards, 1,007 to Zeke's 876. Zeke has 12 touchdowns to Pollard's nine, but Pollard has 39 catches for 371 yards and three touchdowns. Zeke has 17 catches for 92 yards and no touchdowns. So, Wilbon, who's the lead dog there? Tony, they're asked to do different things. It's like the old days when you had two running backs and you needed them because they, I mean, they were the plow horses. They did all the real work. And it was, I would suggest to you, Zeke Elliott's job is harder. He's down there around the goal line. He's the guy who's going to get it on fourth That's and right. one and third and three. I'll still take yep. Zeke Elliott, even though his gig is less glamorous than Pollard's. A melancholy trails to Charles White. The Heisman Trophy winning tailback at USC died yesterday at 64. White was on the Trojans national championship team in 1978, then won the Heisman the next season when he led the nation in rushing yards. White still remains the career rushing leader at USC with 6,245 yards. That's more than O.J. Simpson, Marcus Allen, and Reggie Bush, all of whom won the Heisman. White was the 27th overall pick in the 1980 NFL Draft by Cleveland. He spent five seasons with the Browns and four more with the Rams, where he led the NFL in rushing in 1987. While in the NFL, White fell prey to drug and alcohol addiction, and in recent years, he was suffering from dementia. The Los Angeles native's greatest success came at USC under John Robinson, who called White, quote, the toughest player I ever coached. And Tony, John Robinson was something of a godfather professionally. He would bring him back to USC, both as a, a staffer in the coaching staff and in administratively. Um, and the, the line of running backs from Mike Garrett to O.J. Simpson to Anthony Davis to Ricky Bell, Charles White, Marcus Allen, and so on, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it anymore in college football. And you and I watched all of it, essentially. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's why they called it tailback you. And that was a runner's Fitting. paradise. It they was. had some very good quarterbacks back then. Runner's but paradise they, is it. Their job was to hand the ball off most of the time. That was student I, growing body up left, in the student East, body right. Yes. Yeah. It was a thrill to watch USC and UCLA on television. It really was. It was absolutely thrilling, particularly USC because of the running. One error, Will bet Steve Young threw 20 interceptions was one that season. Close? He never threw more than 16. Oops. You killed him Steve, and you owe him an apology. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm 16, right. though. You know. Let's go to the big fit. People do picks there. Kevin Warren is leaving the Big Ten. Yeah. He's going to become the Bears' CEO. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? It makes sense because he's a brilliant guy. Look what he just did for the Big Ten, where every school every year is getting about 100 mil plus because of the deal he did. Huh? The Kings beat the Rockets and are now fourth in the West. You impressed? I'm impressed and I root for them. They haven't been in the playoffs in 16 years. It's the longest drought in any North American major sport. I'm rooting for them. The Bulls lost to the Wizards last night when your boy Zach Levine 
Pulled up for a two with the Bulls down three. You want to explain that? I can. Maybe he thought he was going to draw a foul, but he'd already hit four threes last night. He's been on a three-point, I don't know, spree lately. Uh, NFL announced the Pro Bowl skills competition. You interested in that? Yeah, I like that stuff. They're going to have golf ball long drive. I like that. But at some point, I'm going to say, where's the game? And there is no game. Last one, will the Celtics get their fifth straight win tonight at the Nets? Tony, I don't think so. They beat the Pels in Boston last night, but I think even without Kevin Durant, who's out injured, without I think Durant wins at home. Really? I think they win at home tonight, I do. Really? Yep. Let's see. We're out of time. Try to do better the next time, and I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, your Sports Center.